When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Oh, please. It's free. Awesome. That's cool. These are there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You do it from your phone, like on the go. Oh my god, that's yeah, cool. And on the bus or the subway, you can do it. That's cool. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, 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 many more. more. Go ahead. You can make money from your podcast too. No minimum listenership. How about that? You can oh make money god. with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Where do we have to go, Bob? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You two are bad friends. Who are these two idiots? White dude and Asian dude. You two are disgusting. Well, you two are something. We're bad friends. Honey, come home from the war. You are miss come home to daddy. Daddy, miss you so much. Mm-hmm. Baby, come home. Baby, you're loved. Baby, you died. Wow. She died. Johnny died in the song. Johnny died in the song? Yeah, he was in the war, and uh, he uh, he had some sort of gangrene on his leg because he stepped on an IED. It, he stepped on an IUD or an IED? IUD. <laughs> IUD. He stepped on a birth not control. A bomb, not a bomb. Oh, yeah. he stepped on a birth control yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. why I got gangrene. Wow. IED, it would have been blown off. <laughs> yeah. But IUD, he stepped on a birth control yeah. device. Um, I'm I'm wondering if you were in because I see a lot of war movies, and I feel like in like the movie Platoon, mm-hmm. you would be the Kevin Dillon character. Sure. You would like make a Vietnamese guy hop up and down on one leg. Yep. And dance. Yep. And you'd be the guy that, like, you know, you're like the guy that, like, uh, the other platoon soldiers go, Oh, did you see what Andrew did mm-hmm. back in the village? Yeah, he tortured that little he, Korean boy. He raped a baby. No. <laughs> yeah, he raped a baby. <laughs> no, I didn't. He was just, he walked into the hut, he picked up the baby, uh-huh. and he just started having sex with the baby. I wouldn't baby. have sex with it. I would throw it. I might throw it or kick it. <laughs> I might throw it or kick it. Yeah, yeah. Bob, have you been lighting, have you been lighting cigarettes with a, a, um, like a campfire lighter? Yeah. Like a torch lighter? Yep. Why do you not have a regular lighter? I can't find them. <laughs> you just, you I can't, can't find. I can't find them anywhere in the house. That little song, "Baby, Come Home." I really like that. You do? Is that a, is that an old? Is that a thing that we should know? No, I just made it up. Oh wow! Yeah, I just make up songs because. Well, it I sounds have... like an old classic. Yeah. Beautiful Korean. Yeah, like we have an old. There's an old Irish. There's an old Irish one. Sing, we... so, sing an old Irish folklore type song. Well, but it's this is it's translated because it's it's in Gaelic. But this is what it's oh in, shit like but a in, gypsy shit, huh? Yeah, but yeah. in in English it says this. They go, there once was a lad who drank too. <laughs> Don't laugh. Why are you laughing? I'm trying to give you a piece of my culture and my history. <laughs> I know, but it's, whatever 
like you know, it's like whenever you watch like the Game of Thrones or any of those kind of movies, and the or the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, sure. And then like you know, I mean, a Hobbit will start singing in a fucking uh, auditorium. Uh huh. I used to start laughing. It's so dumb. Keep what? going. Hey, hey. <laughs> stupid, stupid. Keep going. There once was a lad <laughs> who drank too much. He'd never be alive again. Whiskey and beer and whiskey again. <laughs> never will he see a friend. Yeah. He laid to rest. He did his best. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he fought when they asked him to. A drunk but a good man overall. Thank goodness he wasn't a Jew. That's the song. <laughs> It's a good one. It's a good song. It rings true today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. evergreen. It's evergreen. It's an evergreen song from the evergreen country, my good friend. Because when you watch like those kind of uh, mm-hmm. um, those kind of things, like if you're watching, um, I don't know what genre or what time period it is, but where they used to have bards, like traveling bards. Yeah, traveling bards. Yeah, and they would tell stories and sing. Those were like the Beatles and. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those were like they were like half Beatles and half like comic. What was that? What was that? Um, what was that movie? It was like seven short films. What was that called? There's so many movies. No, the one it just came out a couple of years ago. Seven short films, and it, one of the film one of the short films was about a man who traveled the country with no limbs, telling stories. Oh yeah, I did see that. I why can't I think of the name of that yeah, movie? What was that? Oh, it was so good. It though. was a horror movie. It was like the Halloween, right? No, 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 no. This was like um. Oh, dude, this is gonna. No, no, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. What? Yeah, he had no limbs, and he, yeah. he was a tra- He would travel a town to town, and a guy would take care of him. And yeah, but feed the guy him. was using him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what was that? Ballad of Buster Scroggs. Does that sound stupid? Is that way off? <laughs> <laughs> I would never watch a movie. Wait, what's called it called? Ballad of Buster Scroggs. Do you know what we're talking about? Get in the she microphone. She doesn't know anything. By the way, we have our. We have uh, what's T two is uncle. What's niece? What niece? Yeah, what's niece? In what's niece? Bagawangong. Bagawangong. Is that right? Bagawangong? Bagawangong. Bagawangong. So that's. By the way, Ballad of Buster Scruggs was the correct title of that movie. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I was right. It was a Cohen. The Cohen brothers made that. It was seven short little vignettes. Oh, on Netflix. That's right. It was very good. I saw that. Yeah, it was very good. That's about the traveling guy. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bagawangong. But I don't want to skip over that. Bagawangong. Bug, wait, say Bago. say it slow so I can hear it. Pug. Pug. O. O. Mang. Mang. Kun. Pug o mang kun. Pug o mang kun. Pug o mang kun. Every time I do it, it sounds like the computer that translates it. Pug o mang kun. Mang kun. And, what, and what language is that? Um, Visayan. What's Visayan? It's in um, Cebu. In the island of the Philippines. Whoa. Whoa. It's fucking mythic. There's history. So let me ask you something, Jules. I know you don't like wow. talking, but um, in the Philippines... So every island has their own language? Um, not always. Get closer to the mic. Yeah, you have to get closer to the mic so yeah. we can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not always, because in Manila, you have um, Tagalog. Yeah. And then some other um, islands also speak Tagalog. Oh, I see. What's the what's the most common language in the Philippines? Um, Tagalog. Tagalog? Tagalog. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But can they, can you understand like if somebody's speaking Tagalog? <laughs> yeah, I can understand. You can understand it, but can you speak it? Um, I'm okay with it. I'm not an expert. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, if we went to it's just like like we, we go to the if south. We lived in L.A. and no, we lived we went to Nevada or something, 
And then they had a well, maybe not Nevada. No, like the, the south. south. If you, or if you, the south, the yeah. south, the south. If you go to New Orleans, New Orleans, okay. and then they had a completely different language that we didn't understand. But now New Orleans, the the the, the like in New Orleans, the what is it called? The Creole, like when they do Creole, Creole, Creole yeah, yeah, yeah. But back to the Bayou. Yeah, all that stuff's hard. Here, look at it. Tell me if you can understand what this says. Tell me if you can understand this one. What am I saying here? Iro miro ela onaru. No, it's just so racist. One when more, you do no, it. it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more it time. Just doesn't Let's sound hear it. Right. <laughs> do you hear any of that? That's that's in Tagalog. That's how are you doing today? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Iro miro taranto. Yeah, I don't think it's right. It's you don't think that's right at all. She's f- if it's how are you? It's kumustaka. Oh, that sounds like Spanish. Como está? How about yeah. uh, how about this? What's this one? Purushangam. Purushangam. No. Nothing. Nothing. God, what is this app? Fucking Google. <laughs> it's nothing. Maybe try Filipino instead of Tagalog. But they don't have Filipino on there. No. Tagalog is the most common one on the language translate one. Do you ever, when you go to another place though, and you try to conversate with someone? Do you use English as the as the middle ground? I've only um I've only went to like Bohol and Camotas and they speak um Visayan, my language. Oh, they speak your language. But yeah. then when I go to Manila I speak um English because I'm not good with Tagalog. Uh, oh. Do most people in Manila speak English? They do, but they don't they're not good at it. Right. Yeah. You're really good at it. When did you start taking English? Um Ever since I was young, because the the schools teach English. Yeah, with hopes that you guys are going to get out, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the, you know the concubine life. Yeah, sometimes like you know the expats or whatever, like you know the older, you know what I mean white like, dudes. Like, white dudes are there, yeah. yeah the dudes and they want to, you know, what I mean bang bang. You Do know you know what, what Ninety Day Fiance is? Do you know what that television show is? No. Oh, it's uh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, it's so Pro- good. Kalila season. It's so good. Yeah, and these men are trying to go marry. A lot, there's a lot of Filipino women that come across on the show, and they want they marry them so they can get to the United States. But the, you know, there's something about you. Know, I've seen that show before. There's something about like an average or kind of an uglier white dude, and then they go to a country like that and they come back with a real hottie. I get angry. Why? I don't know why they, they come back because those women just want somewhere to live. I know they're, they're basically sex slaves. They're sex slaves. Yeah, they have sex with these weird white dudes that are like they're just, they're just looking for a wife. There's this, there's this um, old um, series on HBO called um, Autopsy. You ever see those? No. Oh, you you have HBO Go or anything? Yeah, like yeah. All right, so go to the documentary section. And Autopsy. Then, yeah, it's called Autopsy, and they were made in the early '90s or '90s. They're incredible. Because they show real bodies and stuff. This no! back, yeah, back in the day, yeah. But it's like they're all forensic-y, you know, um, case files. But it's all case files on like – like um, on cold cases or on – No, on real cases that they solved through forensics. Oh, they've been solved. It was like the first show of that kind. Whoa. And they had this uh, film, Philip, uh, this white man. Gross. And his – exactly. Yeah. And his young Filipino wife, right, suddenly dies, right? Yeah. They find her like – Hand and you know I love it when they find the hand first. <laughs> They'll find a hand sticking out of the ground. Yeah, right. And then they don't know what to do. It's always a jogger, right? So like, I was out in the early morning <laughs> and I know I saw a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate when they do. The, you know what I would if I died, right? Yeah, I would. I want to die in a mysterious way. In that way, where they find my hand in a field, mm-hmm. but then like a year later they find like an ear in like an <laughs> island off yeah, Hawaii, yeah. and then a foot. 
in Antarctica. Why don't we just spread your body parts all over the all world? All over the world so they don't know that. what the fuck happened. Just one Bobby Lee eye sticking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At a fish market. Yeah. <laughs> just your eye out of an, out of ice. I know. Yeah, and then um, so that it, it always remains. Yeah, autopsy. But then it, it turns out like he's always he always does that. Like he has had four other Filipino wives Ugh. over her his life and he that mystery, mysteriously died or disappeared. It's disgusting. Yeah, so they, you know, was he American? He's oh, it's always an older white dude. Yeah, I know, but but dude, a lot of British. There was a British dude in the news in uh, Brist, Bristol, maybe it was called. Yeah, thirty nine, thirty nine women and children that he had killed, did, did all this screwed up shit to 39 and he got away with it forever. Yeah. He basically wanted to get caught at some point. Yeah. These weirdo white dudes, they get these foreigners like that. Yeah. Because they can't, you know, they can't, how they, what are they going to? Yeah, but you know what, dude, stuck. It, it, that kind of behavior it's is disgusting. everywhere though. Yeah, I know. Because remember the Japanese kid, there was a Japanese kid, it, he went to school, he, he comes from a real, a rich Japanese family, like a powerful Japanese family. Yeah. And he went to a school, a boarding school or a college or whatever. He was a foreign exchange student in Sweden or whatever. And he ate a white, a Swedish girl. Oh, yes. Yeah, he ate her. Yes. And then he's now in, like, prison. Yeah. But his family is so powerful that he got out. Yeah. And now he's just roaming free. Imagine, like, he's in a Japanese bar getting drunk, right? He is. And people are telling stories, you know what I mean? And he could just always top everyone else's. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that. Oh you you ate a mongoose once. <laughs> oh yeah. I ate. You know I me. Mean? A white Swedish lady. Everyone's like, oh, that's impressive. Yeah. To eat a white Swedish girl and get away with it. <sighs> I love that. Money, power, respect. Yeah. Oh Bob, speaking of which. Yeah. How cool is this? Whatever. Anyway, um, say thank you. <laughs> thank you. Say thank you to Ted Munz. He Ted did Munzley this. This is awesome, it. right? That really is dope. This is very Can cool. Can you see it on camera? Can you see it? Yeah. yeah. How do you say cool in... in uh... She's not fucking... She's a bright She's girl. She's my little Google Translate. <laughs> She's a bright girl. How do you say cool? Thank you. Thank you? How do you say thank you? Um, oh, you Filipinos don't say thank you. <laughs> salamat. Huh? Salamat. 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 Ship station. You guys, the world is changing. We all need to adapt. Everyone's buying stuff online, staying at home. Now that e-commerce is up, uh, they need to meet the demands of uh, a new delivery culture. You got to get ready and use Ship Station. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks, and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product to happy customers. ShipStation makes it easy. Yes, it does. I use ShipStation myself. We are going to use ShipStation to ship out Bad Friends merch when, we, right. when we get the merch yeah, up and running. We're going to get a lot of good merch. Well, we don't have it running yet. We're working on it right now, but when it goes, we're doing it. Whether you're selling Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings you all your orders into one simple interface. And it works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. That's right. They offer big discounts and uh, on shipping costs. So businesses, if you're out there and you're working from home, you can get the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies when you use ShipStation. They're the number one choice of online sellers. Right now, Bad Friends listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the offer code. Bad Friends. That's right. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of a delivery culture. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Bad Friends. Bad friends. That's ShipStation.com. Bad friends is the code. Shipstation.com. Make ship happen. happen. Better, Better help. help.
BetterHelp, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will access your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Let me say this right now, okay? Yeah. We, Jules, did you not do it, Jules? Yeah. And then when you did BetterHelp and you talked to your therapist, what happened? I cried for like six hours in my bedroom. (laughs) That's good. And she felt lighter and happier afterwards. BetterHelp is I incredible. I feel a, a change and a shift in her. No, seriously, it's it, clients all over the world. Um, if, you, if you really need someone to talk to, this is incredible. You can log in anytime, anywhere, and message your counselor when you really need it the most. Let's be honest. Bob and I have talked about it. We all have vulnerabilities. You need to talk to someone when you're going through something, regardless it's, of what it is. It literally, therapy has saved my own life. Fact. And I re- it's a fact. Yeah. And I wouldn't be here today without it. I agree. No, seriously. It, it is something that we should take serious. And we should also be proud to say we all do therapy. That's a good thing. It's also Jules m- did it. I did it. Bob did it. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. Financial aid is available. Um, you guys should start living a happier life. If you need someone to talk to, this is the way to go. Go to betterhelp.com slash. Bad friends. That's right. That's better H E L P. Join over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Yep, with the top of uh, the help of, of top experienced professionals. Um, again, we're being serious, no joking around. Yeah. Please talk to someone if you really need it. Uh, and the special offer for our Bad Friends listeners, get 10% off your very first month at betterhelp.com slash. Bad Friends. Yep. So Jules, when she was on last um, Bad Friends, people started hitting – Trying to become her friend on Instagram. Ew, really? Yeah, and she, her shit's on private. I don't think she wants to. If you're listening right now, I don't think she wants to like befriend people. But we created another Instagram page for her. Oh, what is it? Was it? What is it? Bad friend Rudy. It's called Bad, Bad friend, friend Rudy. Rudy. Right. So you can go on Instagram, go to Bad Friend Rudy, and that's when then you have and, control over that page. No, she does. But we're gonna um, use that. as... No DPS, fellas. No DPS. She's no young. DPS. She's, that's she's, disgusting. She's, disgusting. No DPS, but girls. Send your boobs. <laughs> We're go- send boobs to yeah. send boobs to her account. That's yeah. fine. Speaking of that, so I sent you that. Don't, I don't want to mention it because I don't want to get yanked off of Instagram. Mm. But I sent you that handle on Instagram, right? Yeah. So did you watch those videos? I watched every single one of them three times over. <laughs> right. And I sent it to everybody. I, what do you mean? We can, you don't want to mention it so it no, doesn't. Because it's going to obviously – that if people find out about – that handle that they, they, they're going to yank it. But I imagine that whoever makes up that account, for people that don't know, what we're, we're being so vague, there's an account online that shows the most... Uh, fucked up is an understatement. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. It's crazy shit. So but the, it's not private. It's not private. And, um, Why don't we say The, the first... You can't. Why not? Because it, I, I don't... I love it so much. I don't want to get yanked. But they're, but these these constantly get yanked and they re-upload then they constantly get yanked. That's yeah, how but it Yeah, how am I going to find it the next time? Well, let me see how long he's been up right now. He's been out for a while. Isn't it insane that I, you automatically know it's a guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no way a girl would put up like, that. One of the videos is, or one of the uh, little lives is, you know, it has a little retarded boy having sex with a car. He's just he's fucking the front of a car. Yeah, so his his dick is going inside the fender. In the no no, it's inside the emblem, the car emblem. Oh, the emblem. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's insane. Yeah, uh, it's between uh, the T and the O of <laughs> Toyota. <laughs> and then. Um, there's another guy fucking a pony, a, a donkey, a donkey, a donkey. Yeah, I, a donkey. I don't know the difference, you know. Yeah, no, I know. It's all the same. Ass yeah, okay. To me, I'm man. looking. I'm looking right now. Uh, right, we it's can't been around for a while. But if we say if we say no, what no, it no, is, we can't. We can't. All right. But he, but I sent that. Mm. Now you know who your real allies are in comedy, mm-hmm. because I sent it to probably twelve comics. Sure. Some of them, and I'm not kidding you. Their texts back were like, almost like we're done. Like not cool. Like, hey man, we're not friends anymore. Why? 
I don't know what it is. It's like for me. Can you tell comic, me who said they didn't like it? Well, here I can tell by them not responding. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So David Spade. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spade not responding makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't like something like that. Yeah, but in my head, I thought he would. A video of a of a handicapped boy fucking a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them are like fist, like fist, like brutal These fist, fist fights. Fucking. Fist fights. Fist fucking. Fist fucking. You know, there's one video that made me laugh so fucking hard. Which there's one? a big muscly dude. Yeah. And he's um, taped a dildo to his um, computer table. Yeah, that's what I saw that And one. he's blowing it. <laughs> yeah. And his mom walks in and she just goes, uh, and walks out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's deep throating like, uh, like a 14 inch dildo. Yeah. It's, that one made me but laugh Delia so hard. Delia call, te- called, no, texted me yesterday. He goes, I don't like this dude. He doesn't like stuff like that. And I'm like, what? There's a guy fucking a horse. Mm-hmm. I go, it's comedy, baby. It's a comedy. It's a bit. Yeah, people um, have a some, certain threshold. Some people don't like stuff like that. Why? Uh, it's because they they didn't grow up joking around with stuff like that. Mm. So they don't like it now. Do you know what I mean? Like, you had to like weirdo shit when you were a kid to like weirdo shit as an adult comedically. Yeah, I mean, I've I've peed on people mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. I've uh, I've pooed on people. Not me. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. To each his own. You pooed just on a human. Yeah, pooed on not, on a in a sexual f- matter. Oh no! Just like in a no no. no what in a revenge? Sexual. Yeah, like one time I think I pooed on Ari Shafir's foot. That's fine. But then he shit all over my car. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like like I've always been into those kind of games. Shit for chat, tit yeah, for tat, yeah, tit for tat. I get that. Yeah, I've peed on things, but my point is I've come on things. What's but, the uh, weirdest thing you've come on? Like an object. Well, um, recently, because I have, I'm doing this notebook. Oh, fuck. Cause close your she ears. Lives, she lives with me. Close it's your fine. ears. No, she's fine. Just close your close your eyes. At least close your eyes so you can't see here. No, so I so I don't. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. I can. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I've I've been doing this no pornography thing. Yeah. So I haven't watched any pornography. I know. So you say. And I haven't. And how long though? How long has it really? Honestly. Two months. Has it been going on that long? Oh, yeah. Really? It's, Bob, it, it, no breaks. Here's here's how crazy it is. It's um, getting to the point where when I was in the Middle East with Sebastian Maniscalco mm-hmm. and Eric Griffin, you can't get porn on, you know what I mean, on the internet there. They don't have porn. They, they block all of it. No Middle Eastern porn? No. You, if you're in the Middle East, like you're in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, you're in Saudi Arabia. You have to jerk off to the thought of porn. Yes, that's wild. But th- even then, it w- hadn't been long enough, mm-hmm. right? So I couldn't do it with my mind. But it's been so long now, I can do it with my mind. You can jerk off with your mind. Yes, that's insane. Yeah, you can get fully hard without looking at anything without sexual. Anything, and I can do it with my mind. I'm resetting wow. my brain. Wow. Right. But so uh, sometimes I'm in the bathtub, mm-hmm. and I'll come. Mm. Right. I just I feel I feel like you're not open right now, and I feel like hey, you're doing something. Look at me. No, I'm 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 an open book right now. <laughs> it doesn't feel open. It feels. Put cold. all your words inside of me. I'm a book with no 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 words. <laughs> all right. I'm open pages. Yeah. And so I'll come, and then the sides of the bathtub. Yeah. I'll just wipe the cum on there. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, do you ever take a bath in there? No, Thank not anymore. Yeah. Never again. She has her own bathtub. Why don't you um Why don't you put it somewhere else? I don't. Why on the sides? You have to clean that. Do you not clean that? Do you clean it right when you get out? You leave it. I let it dry a bit. <laughs> yeah? Mm. Mm. Wait, you let it dry? Yeah. Bob. Why? Do you jerk off underwater? Yeah. 
you like it underwater. Aquaman style. <laughs> yeah. That's Momo- fun. Momoa style. Little bubbles coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Momoa style. I See, I can't. Water and I don't get along. Why? I don't jerk off in the water. I can't fuck in the water. I don't like it. Oh, it feels good. If you have you ever stand, this is the best feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's another story that she doesn't know and nobody knows. Um, when I was in the Philippines, um, we stayed at this hotel called The Crimson. And so Kalila and um, her family were like, we're going to go to, uh, you know, go hiking in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, I'm sick. I don't feel good. You guys go. <laughs> Right, mm. so they would go, and in the back of this um, hotel room is this pool in the back. Like it's a really nice hotel. Sure, and we have our own individual pools, swimming pools. They're the size of this table, mm-hmm. right? And they don't go deep, so you just stand there, and then the water goes up to your like sides like this. Right, and I would put an iPad there, and I would just, <laughs> I would just feverishly m- masturbate in the water. Right. Oh God. And that was your favorite thing to do. It's because for some reason when you're doing this in the water, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's splashing it's, around. It's, it's, yeah, it's creating this like, you know what I mean? A little masturbatory little wave. Fra- 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 friction or whatever. Right. Right, water friction. When you're, are you, do you come underwater? Do you pull yeah, it above the water? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the water? Oh, yeah. So you, it's, so you let it swim. It, why not? That's, it came from water inside my body. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, makes sense. Yeah. It's not like it's a, from a desert. So you would feverishly jerk off inside of there how many times? I don't know what how when you guys went hiking and all that stuff. I, there was a lot of times I didn't go, right? Yeah. So next time I'm like that, remember I'm in a swimming pool, jerking off, jerking off. So don't swim in that swimming pool. Do you know this about him? All this stuff? No. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you are you embarrassed about your Tito or no? No. Yeah. No, you're okay with it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's not. That's fine. That's fine. Look, everyone has their kink. Everyone's that's your little kink. You like water jerk. You like jerking listen, off in the water when listen, no one's around. During quarantine, I just I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let it go. Yeah, you gotta let your mind go. What have you been doing? Um, well, speaking of uh, sexual kink, uh, genuinely, this has been on my mind for a while. I watched Louis C.K. special. Oh, um, I haven't seen it yet. You didn't watch it? No. Okay. Is it good? Yeah, it's wonderful. But it's it's fucking wonderful. Whoa! All right, it's wonderful. Is it funny? No, it's very, very funny, dude. How do I watch it? I'm going to watch it tonight. You go to Louis C.K.'s... Um, go to his website. You can what? buy it from his website. Really? Yeah. It's like seven ninety nine or something like that. Oh, cool. It's... um, I watched it with a buddy of mine. We FaceTimed and watched it together. Mm. I was interested to see how he felt about it and how I... Like, it was... You know, it was one of those like... Right, right. Let me see what he, what he does. Um, dude, it, it was... It was... It was... It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. It was heartfelt. It was hard. It was tough. It was funny. He broaches the subject of the sexual stuff a little bit at the end. Could have been more. I think it would have been funnier if it was a little bit more or a little does, bit more does real. He, when he opens, though, he doesn't mention it at all when he opens. Yeah, the first thing out of his mouth. I mean, I don't want to fuck it. I don't want to fucking. Give me the opening thing. The opening line is, yeah. uh, did anybody else have a really fucked up last two years or whatever? You know, something like yeah, that. Oh, like, right, right, Like, right. how was your last two years? You know, like, did anybody else have the worst last two years of their life? <laughs> that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so right off the bat, you laugh because you're like, yeah, this guy's shit was fucked up. Then he tells you <clears throat> kind of the tribulations of what's gone on in the past couple of years. And the very end of the special, he talks about the incidents. He has his version, his spin of it. I'm interested to see what you think about it. It was no, very I, I, fucking you know, funny. I'll, 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 the honest truth is, is that um, he was one of those guys that I always watched worked out. I was there when he showcased for Mitzi. No way. Yeah. So he had already done his first HBO special, 
right? And I, I go, fuck, Louis C.K.'s here. That special was very good. Very funny. Yeah. 30 at the half hour. Yeah. Really good. And I sat next to Mitzi, and he goes up there, and admitted in, she yells out, I'm not kidding you. Light him. He doesn't have it. Shut up. And I turn to Mitzi, and I go, Mitzi, he has an HBO special. He doesn't have it. I'm falling asleep. Holy shit. Right? And he kind of walks off, and then he, I didn't see him for many, many years. After he never that. came back. No. He was kind of like the Seinfeld, too. Seinfeld, you know that story, right? Haven't I told you that story? Yeah, no. I have another one, too. Go ahead. About Seinfeld, though? You no, know what George happened? George Lopez, too, but go ahead. Uh, Seinfeld didn't... Mitzi didn't like him for some reason. Mm. Said he was... Not 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 funny, but something that she didn't like. Yeah, like maybe he was too clean or something. I don't right. remember. But Seinfeld told this story himself. This is from his mouth. He came back to the store probably five six five years ago, four years ago, mm. and he hadn't been in forever. He told this story. He said, um, he said the reason I hadn't been in so long is Mitzi told me that basically I wasn't good enough or wasn't funny enough for this place, and I just toured and did other comedy elsewhere. And then he got the show. Okay, Seinfeld became a massive hit. One of the biggest, arguably the biggest comedy hit time. in the history of television. Yeah, and they used to have a house on Kings Road mm. or the Queen Ro- Queens Road house. That's what, where that's where Mitzi lives. Right. Yeah, and Jerry bought a house above their house, literally just above the house, right up on the hill above the house. Yeah, and he said every day he would drive in one of his Porsches down <laughs> to CBS Radford. Yeah, and he would slow down on purpose yeah. to see if any of the shores were outside. Yeah, to say hello to let him know. To let them know, oh, I'm just, just <laughs> I'm just coming from up there, yeah, yeah. just coming from above, yeah, right yeah. above you, going back down, yeah, just to like, because Jerry has you that never kind of, went into Mitzi's house, huh? No, I, you know, what used to happen was when Mitzi was sick at the end of at the end of the first run of the first time she got sick, yeah. Sean Halpin, who is a comedian, I know Sean, used to live in my apartment with us. Used to live with us. Your roommates. It was temporary. No, not really. Because we had two roommates and he was just kind of living with us for a short period of time Mm. until he was going to get a new place. And Sean invited me a few times to go. He's like, do you want to go over there? He used to help her, like a bunch of other comics, help her with a lot of stuff that I don't want to mention because it's nobody's fucking business. But I I couldn't do it. It's just something about it gave me the, I couldn't go over to her home and be while she's really sick. And I never saw her like that. Imagine it's like it's. And I love Mitzi, but it's imagine because I've, I've been to her house maybe ten times in my life, mm. okay. And it's almost as if you know how like because we were we opened up with like castles and bards this podcast, yeah, right? yeah. So imagine in a world where there was a kingdom or you know, and there was a king, but they always have a sage, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. or a wizard, right, right. Imagine just. Be, living amongst the peasants, right? Sure. And then some guy in a cloak comes up to you and goes, the wizard like would like to see you, mm-hmm. right? And then you went to the wizard's tower. I love it. Right? And you don't know what the fuck, because you don't know anything about wizardry. You're scared of it. You're scared of magic. You're, You're just, just a, a peasant. peasant. Yeah. You're making rice and wheat or right. whatever, right. right? That's what you do, mm-hmm. right? And then the wizard tells you some sort of, you know what I mean, spell or new concoction or he does some sort of trick, right? And then you, you're scared, you think you're going to die, <laughs> right? Or, you know what I mean? You don't know why he wants you there. Right. Right? That's what it was like. That's what it felt like. Because when you walked in, her the walls of her house were black like the comedy store. Yeah. You thought that, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe there's some sort of like 
reasons, comedy-wise, why the club is all in black. Right. Right. You do you ever think that? Because I'll, you go yes. to any comedy club, it's usually brick, and there's colors. Well, that's there's some sort of texture to everything. Right. But yeah. This is a com- the comedy store is completely black. Yeah, it's pitch black. The and, ceiling, and, the ceiling's painted black. Right. Oh, and also like maybe red neon loved red right so it's almost as if like it's like um darth maul's costume yeah it is <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's like darth maul's costume the comedy store but her house but then she had a room where people would go in there and massage her that was completely pink all pink yeah so imagine going through a blackish house and then there's this room that's brightly pink wow and she's in there so it's it was a uh, one time I was at Thanksgiving with my so my so Polly goes, dude. <laughs> Polly goes, dude, you gotta have Thanksgiving with the family, right? And I go, no, Paul, because I'm with my brother Steve, and we're gonna do we're gonna go to, uh, we're gonna go somewhere else. I think we're gonna go to um the Stinking Rose. We're gonna go to the Stinking Rose, so we already have a plan. No, dude, nah, bro, you gotta come over, right? Mm-hmm. And they had already ate. Like dinner was over. Well, no, I mean they had started eating at two, and right. now it's four. But you know how you go to a th- white people's Thanksgiving and the food's still out. Yeah, it's I will. It's cold. Well, no, we leave it out. After yeah, we, yeah, it yeah, just, well, you yeah. Don't keep, leave it out. It's for seconds. Don't leave it out. They just keep eating it. <laughs> don't leave it out. So my brother and I go over to the house and we have our plates, and we're putting this cold turkey. You know what mm, I mean? No. And, yeah, and you know what I mean? And cranberry. And Mitch is sitting at this table, wooden table, right, a round circular table. The only two seats that are open, right, are next to her. Damn. Right? And so I'm like, I can't go. I have to sit there. Right. So I'm sitting there. I go, how's it going, Mitzi? She's like, good. Happy Thanksgiving. Right? So I'm just talking to my brother. I swear to God this happens. And I hear this. I'm eating. I hear this. This noise. Right? Yeah. And I go, what the fuck's that noise? When you ever hear a noise like that, you you wonder. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, yeah. And I turn over and look at Mitzi. Her foot <laughs> is on, on the table. Shut up. And her nails are so long. She's going. No. Her foot is on the fucking dinner table? <laughs> yes. And she's doing this? And she's doing on the fucking table, right? No. Now, it, 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 try to enjoy a cold turkey dinner. <laughs> You know what I mean? Cold gravy and cranberry sauce. What did you say? What are you going to... You can't say shit. Do you try it? You just put your foot up and try it right next to her. because my nails aren't long enough. Her nails were like... You know how old people, they just fucking grow it. And they curl. And it curls around the fucking toe. So she was doing that with it. And I look over and I I look at Mitzi and I... And I look back at my brother and then all of a sudden like there was a countdown in my head. Of how long you could... When to get out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, when to get out. Yeah, so that was... How uh, long did you stay? I think for another 15 minutes. And you were like, we got to go. We have to yeah, get we the gotta fuck go, out. No, we, yeah, we had reservations somewhere or whatever. But um, yeah, that was like... But that's kind of like going into the... You're going into the the Queen's Palace, right? Mm-hmm. But like many things, you don't know that you don't really want to be there sometimes. That's like all those things. It's like when you get to meet someone or go to a cool house party, you think it's going to be cool. Yeah. It's always the opposite of what you want. Yeah. I, oh, I always thought... The one, the one time it turned out to be what I thought it was going to be, mm. to be very honest. Mm. How many years ago? God, I don't know. Seven, maybe? Six? Seven? I went Miley Cyrus somehow through unexplained events. We went to her house for her Halloween party. Mm. 
And in my mind, I was like, this is going to let me down for sure. <laughs> like without a doubt, yeah, I'm going to yeah, have yeah. an idea of this and it's going to, they're going to know that I'm a nobody and kick me out. It's just before you go, it, a comic always has that thought. You have to. We don't feel like we belong. We feel like it's almost a fraud I, to me. I always, you're, you're a fraud and they're going to tell you. Yeah. I like you in your mind, you're, you know, somebody's going to go, why is he here? Yeah. I, I feel, and the whole party's going to go, oh, why are you here? Like, y- yeah. I remember, just real quick, Delia yeah. and I were at a CAA Christmas party, mm. and his first opening line, Delia, Chris Delia, successful. Yeah, very. You know, he goes, hey, do I look like I belong here? No. Yeah. Was this recently, a couple years ago? Maybe a year ago. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, you're fine. Do I look like I belong here? He's like, yeah. But it's like, that's and that's when I knew... That we all have. We all feel thoughts. that way. Yeah. We all feel that way. Yeah. So go I, ahead. Miley I, but, Cyrus. Well, Miley Cyrus is having a Halloween party. Yeah. We get invited through a friend of a friend because of whatever. Nobody's business. But I show up and I'm not kidding when I say the backyard of that girl's house mm-hmm. was exactly what I thought it was going to be in my fantasy head. Insanely fun. People were naked. People were having like a, there was like a food fight. Yeah. It, it was it was like a. Was there a wrecking ball? It felt like a movie. <laughs> That's what she came in on. But it felt like a fucking movie. It, yeah. She had all these little areas set up so you could hide out and get high and party with people yeah. and drink and do dr- It was just such like a fantasy island place. Yeah. Like Epstein's Island. It was similar to that kind of fun. <laughs> Epstein's like Island. Like a little kids running around. Oh. No, it was just, it was yeah. so free and yeah. fun that I just... It, it, it was exactly what I wanted it to be, but thought it would never be. But that was the only time I've ever gone to a celebrity's thing yeah. and gone, holy shit, this is a party. All night long till four or five in the morning. Beach, Beach Body on demand. demand. Beach Body on Demand, dude. It's incredible. It comes as no surprise. We're all stuck in the house. People can't go to your gym. Um, don't get complacent. Don't get lazy. It's important to stay fit, stay active. Beach Body on Demand is an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you full access to 1,300 super effective workouts suited for anybody at any time. Okay, okay so I, got, I know a guy named Dylan. I don't know you know him, too. I know, He's a I comic, know. right? Yes. He's a fat fuck. Right? He is. And literally, he's been doing beach party, and he's been posting shit on Instagram. Yes, the dude lost like I couldn't even recognize him. He lost like forty fucking pounds. He looks incredible. He looks incredible. He does this thing called Shift Shop. Shift Shop is one of the workouts that you can do that he recommends. It is wild to see this stuff work. This is the company behind P ninety X Insanity and Twenty One Day Fix. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty incredible. P ninety X is if you know anything about it. It was one of the uh, one of the top dogs in the workout world, dude. They have super. They have these super trainers, these celebrity super trainers like Tony Horton. I love Tony Horton. Yeah, Tony, Tony, Joel, Tony. Joel Freeman, dude in the house. Freeman, Jericho McMatthews, and Autumn Calabrese. <laughs> Like a, like a, like an Italiano. Uh, yeah. Listen, they have a ton of workouts in all reality. It is amazing to do this at your home. Don't get fat. Don't get bored. Don't get lazy. You can access it from anywhere, your computer, your TV, your smartphone, Apple TV, Roku, Com- Comcast, all that stuff. Um, uh, right now, uh, our listeners are going to get uh, a pretty good deal, a special free trial membership. You get it totally for free. You can try it out. When you text. Yes. No, bad friends. <laughs> bad friends. <laughs> Text bad friends bad to friends 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. 30. That's 330. So yeah. bad friends to 30, 30, 30. 30. You're going to get the entire access of all the platforms <laughs> for free, all the workouts, the nutritional information, all the support. It's going to be all included. <laughs> all you have to do, Bob, yeah. is text bad friends to 30, 30, 30. 30. 30. We're going to have Jules say a tool. Jules, yell it as loud as you can. Text 30, 30, 30. Yeah. Text bad friends to bad 30, 30, 30. Friends. You see it? Text bad friends 
to 30, 30, 30. Yes. That's it, baby. Thank you, Jules. The worst is TCA or any of those like TV show. Like when you're on a TV show. I'm on one. I just did it. I just did a TCA. Yeah, you, you have to go to those events. Painful. It's the worst. Painful. Painful human experience. And they ask you questions that they know uh, that you have no answer to. Yeah, Kevin Hart is an executive producer on that show that I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Of course they go, hey. You know, you know, and I know Kevin Hart's an executive producer as much as you're a fucking Olympic athlete. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, he's an executive producer. Oh, I, I, he's a great guy. I love yeah, him. Yeah. His, his company is a part of it, right? Yeah, I mean, on Splitting Up Together, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres is my executive producer. Yeah, well, she, never, she, I've never she, was met, around, she was around all the time? Never met her. No, she didn't hang out all day? And then I t- went to the, um, the showrunner. Mm-hmm. One day, and I go, hey, what's Ellen like? She goes, I don't know her. Yeah, they don't, they don't know her. What they do you mean? Don't know, she, and she's the producer. And, and it's fine. Look, yeah, these yeah, companies, yeah. they need the weight of these companies to sure, get things through. Sure, sure, But this one reporter, I had had enough. Mm-hmm. I had gone through all the rooms. <laughs> yeah. And the one reporter goes, so, yeah. Kevin Hart. And I go, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hart. And, and, and she goes, I mean, how incredible to work with Kevin Hart. Yeah. I go, let me tell you something. <laughs> Kevin Hart is in the green room that I'm in right now. Yeah. We're all sharing the same green room. Yeah. It's about a 50-person room. Yeah. Food, drinks, everything. Yeah. Executives, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I go, I've never met Kevin Hart. I'm in the room with him. Still won't meet him. I'll go the whole day. I'll go eight hours of this. We're never going to meet. I know. And she was like, what? 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 And I was like, yeah. that's not how this works. For some reason, people think that it's like, well, your buddy, you know that. It's like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know Kevin I fucking Hart. I don't know. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is such a big thing. Yeah. If I said, I'm on the show that you produce, he'd go, which show? Yeah. I'd go, Dave on FX. And then he'd go, what is that? I produce that show? (laughs) No, but but for me, though, if I was the the head of a production company and I had six or ten things that are on the air. He probably has 50 things. Whatever. I would still fucking know. No. No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Because you'd have so much going on. He has so much going on. Yeah. How could you balance that? Right. It's hard for you to come here sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's just that I get it. Yeah. By the way, Ellen. Ellen got in some deep shit. Why? Because she made a great joke. People got mad at her. She put, you know, all the, everyone's mad at celebrities for being like, I'm in quarantine and it's really hard. And they're, and everyone at home is like, yeah, right. Your house is worth $30 million. Mm. What's hard about having nine wings in a bowling alley? Like mm. J-Lo had her son on a fucking, what are those things called? The hoverboards. And she was serving, he was serving her and A-Rod drinks and he was spinning around and they were like dancing. You know what I mean? It's like celebratory uh, fucking, we're having a tough time here and we're billionaires. Anyway, Ellen, people got mad at Ellen because she said, being in quarantine, I, I don't want to misquote it. Being in quarantine is just like being in prison because uh, you wear the same clothes every day and everybody's gay. Something like that. Mm. Just a funny, she's just joking around. Just joke. I don't and everyone And everybody was like, oh, you think it's like being in prison? How about the prisoners that are actually in prison? Da, da, da. Just, oh, she's yeah. making a joke, dude. She's throwing, a, it's a, yeah. it is a nonsense. It's nonsense. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And the everyday, everybody's gay part is uh, uh, funny. It's funny. Yeah. She was just making a joke. But people ate her alive. They were like, how, how, how disrespectful of those that are living in actual terrible conditions. It's like, okay, dude, what do you want? Here's, here's my problem. Do you want comics to still make jokes during this time? Or do you want us to say nothing at all? It's hard. It's like a balance. It's like, what do you want, me to, what do you want, what do you want her to do? She's making a fucking joke. 
What is she supposed yeah, to say? I mean, there's a way to do it, though. Like, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah. Just put out something. What'd she say? It was a kind of like a coronavirus PCA about staying indoors and this and that. Mm-hmm. But she was do she was basically looking in the camera and goes, Normally I have um, you know, a crew of people do my makeup, but you know, during quarantine I do my own. And she's doing a PCA and she's doing her own makeup. It's terrible. On purpose. Right. On purpose. That's funny. It's really funny and cute. And then she ends a video. It's a cute video, right? And you don't see her house. Right, that's people's problem. Yeah, you don't see you, you, you when you that's I always whenever I see a celebrity Right, I on, on online. I always look at the background first. Yeah, to see where they're at. Yeah, I right? do too. Like even Sebastian, I know he lives in a gigantic house, mm-hmm. but when he takes videos, I see that it, you don't really see a lot of the house. Yeah, you would to he, make it seem yeah. like you know it's normal, like everyone else's house. You know, I think you should have to be mindful about stuff like that. I agree. I'm just saying. Yeah. Y- you think people don't know Elena's a big house? <laughs> <laughs> that was my Sebastian. Fuck. You think you think people don't know Ellen has a big yeah, house? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean some things are unavoidable. She's a, she's one of the richest performers in the world. Let me throw out an idea. This is probably not popular. She's making a fucking joke. Okay, I'm, I, this is, maybe let me throw this. Pop, it's she, Ellen should be mindful about how people are struggling. Right? I get you know I, I, get, agree. I get no just listen I agree. right but. Let me defend. They should be donating money is what they all should be fucking doing. And Ellen should be, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I do you get, I get Venmo requests all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them ask for $2,000. I'm like, I don't know you. I'm not going to send you that. But 25 anyway, don't do it now. But because uh, people are listening. Now know? people are going to send. Yeah, I know. But people have, and I have given. But, you know, we're all in quarantine and we're all, you know, it's it's one of those things. That, like what I said last week, it's just like you take you yourself with you everywhere you, you go. You take you with you, yeah. And and I keep telling, you know, I've told my brother for years that, you know I mean, yes, I'm I don't live in a one bedroom apartment in Silver Lake anymore. I have a little money saved up because mm-hmm. my brother keeps going. Uh, sometimes goes, well, you got money. You know I mean, you should be happy, right? And those things don't necessarily fix you or. You know, but you are happy. Yeah, but I'm as happy as I was when I was living in Silver Lake as yeah, well. Of, of course, yeah. What I'm saying is, is that right. that didn't know, change any. It, it didn't. Did, it didn't really change anything, right? Um, but don't you feel better now that you have ten bed, ten bedrooms? 10 I bath? don't have ten bedrooms. Is I it, have Bobby has a ten bed, bedroom. ten bath. Do I not live in a three bedroom? Oh, like house? she's gonna fucking. She lives in my fucking house. Listen, you live in a ten. ten I don't live in a ten bedroom. Ten nothing. bed, ten jizz bath house. Ten that jizz bath jizz side. Is right. Yeah, yeah. Jizz is right. <laughs> no, you live in a nice place, but you worked hard for it. But yeah, no, sure. You're not uh Yeah. But it's not gonna make you happy, but you're trying to be conscious of how you're received. People know that you have a nice place. Yeah, but I don't really talk about it or I, I don't really um it's that's it's it's you know, at, for a comedian at my age, at my level, it's mm-hmm. probably the smallest place. Of people that are comparative to you? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. So, um, also, I lived. You you saw the apartment that I lived in, right? For yeah, multiple fifteen times. To, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Small. It's a very small place. It was very humble. Yeah, humble, small place. So yeah. I've never been um, one to gloat about my situation, you know. But am I doing better than some? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Are you feel you? a responsibility? Do you feel a responsibility to give money? What's that noise? Oh, that's my phone. Who is it? Nobody. I love when you do that. Well, it's private. Well, no, no, no. You can, you can see here. You can see. See what it was? Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> I didn't know you knew Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy? Don't you? say that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew. Yeah. I've heard you made a joke about my sexuality. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you have big stars on your phone? You've asked me this before. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's somebody yeah. in my phone that I... Sh- yeah, there's people yeah, on my right. phone. There's people on my phone that I that, that aren't... I wish you would call someone in your phone. I wish you would call the biggest person in your phone. Call. Do you have Ellen's number? No. We should call Neil Brennan. He's friends with Ellen. He'll call Ellen for us and ask her to apologize live on the air for what she said and what she did. Mm-hmm. Should we do that? Mm. What do you think? Yeah, Jules do you think, likes do you it. Do you think these rumors are true about Ellen, about how... Um... She's straight? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's. I'm going to talk about Ellen real quick. So Ellen DeGeneres, you know, have you ever um, played the um, Dallas Improv? Addison? Addison or I'm Houston? Not, not yet. I'm about to. You're about to. In, you've never played Addison? No. Oh, my God. Dude, I've only played Austin. I've only played uh, Cap City. Wow. So you've, have you done Houston Improv? Nope. All right. So They're back-to-back on the books for me in the Oh, they future. are? Yeah. Uh, hopefully. So there are clubs I've been playing for 25 years. Jesus, yeah. Um, in fact— um, the Addison Improv has been there for so long. There's actually a drawer of lineups they had in the '80s. Wow! One of the one of the lineups I had was Diane Ford. That I saw it was headlining. You probably don't know who Diane Ford. Yeah, I know who the name is. Yeah, Diane Ford's headlining. The feature. This is in 1990. Wow! Was Jeff Garland? Wow! The MC, Judd Apatow. Wow! So I love looking at old. You know what I mean? I love shit like that. So you're gonna meet a guy named Jeff Lala. Mm-hmm. And he runs all the improvs in in Texas. And he's this old, crotchety, deep-voiced. He smokes th- a thousand cigarettes a day. Love this right? guy. But back in the 80s, he, he told me that um, I used to <laughs> I used to pick Ellen at the airport. We used to drive to club to club. I used to stay at these shitty hotels. And she used to do the roads, one-nighters. Yeah. You know? So Ellen is... A old school comedy workhorse. Yeah, she's been around for a long. She, she yes, yes, yeah, and she had put in some road time. Yes, right. But now, now I hear about stories about, about how, like, some people. She has a rule. Some people can't lock eyes with her. You know, what I mean? or like Steve Harvey. I you heard about that too. About on his show. You know what I mean? They had a memo, don't lock eyes with Steve Harvey. You know what I mean? Well, that was a so, whole controversy. How he do didn't you, want people coming into his office asking him questions. I know, but where do you – Where? how come some people are like that? Mm-hmm. And then some people like – you know, I've met James Corden, you know, all these other younger guys. They're not like that. Well – How do you become like that? People feed it. Why are you smirking when I'm talking like this? Well, you because this is controversial. No, no, no. I, no, you it's not. Get in trouble? No. Why? Oh. You didn't say anything. I didn't say anything wrong. No, I'm. What I'm smiling about is the idea that I don't know if that is true. I've heard rumors. Yeah, you hear things. That's you hear things from people yeah. that have said that Ellen has very particular set of rules when you work with her. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't comment because I don't know. Yeah. Either it, I shouldn't have brought on, it up. You're but right. based on <laughs> but based on what I know, yeah. that sounds like a really fucked up thing to do to people. Why do people get away with it in Hollywood? Because they let them, and it's all and it's all good. People, people, because an assistant will put up with it, mm-hmm. and it and it perpetuates the nonsense. Yeah, that's why Hollywood people get to act like brats. Yeah, I worked on a show. I've worked on many things with unbelievable brats. People that do crazy shit have people fired, yell at people. Mm. Someone I worked with was yelling at at the fucking EPs. In the parking lot in front of everyone going, I'm the cunt, so I'm the cunt. Yeah. Didn't lose her job. Right. Nothing happened. 
I love watching fights on Oh, it's on set. it's fucking it's my awesome. Favorite. It's fucking awesome. Because you you get this like cuz I get into this thing where my body goes like this. It vibrates. It vibrates because I'm in shock. Yeah, you don't know how to react. Yeah, so when like people are screaming at each other on a set, mm. my body just goes, and I focus in on it. Oh, yeah. And I go, what's going what's on? What's happening? You know, is this going to end? <laughs> you know what <laughs> when mean? is this over? Yeah. Like, I love, like, this is, it wasn't a big deal, but like on Splitting Up Together, there was a, I could hear some of the producers raise their voice at Jenna Fisher. About uh, something uh-oh. which I don't want to get into, right? But you should. But Go a ahead. little bit of raising the voice. They yelled at her. What did she a do? little bit. What did no, she no, do? I'm not gonna say. What did she do? Did she say when this is over, I'm starting a podcast? And they were like, No, no, no. no. I don't. I don't know what it was. I, I, I do, but I don't want to. I don't want to say it. Okay, it's fine. I don't want to say it. But what was it? You fucker. But then we're going. You're vibrating. Yeah, vibrating. Yeah. And they, they did she yell back? No, she's a sweet girl. She's very balanced. She is a sweet lady. I like I like her a lot. You know what? It, 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 I think what, to answer what you were saying, people are like that before they got famous. It just exacerbated it. So yeah. whatever those things are, they come out much, much worse because you know people that have had shoot up rocket careers and some of them are the same and some of them aren't. The, I, you know, the season finale was last night for Modern – or the series finale for Modern Family. Yeah. And though everyone but Ed O'Neill – Sophia Vergara, okay. But everyone besides Ed O'Neill wasn't a famous actor on that show. I know. Not a one of them. I know. Okay? Yeah. They rocketeered to the sky. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I would be interested to know which of them have dynamically changed the most. Well, yesterday I texted Stone Street. Yeah, because you're friends with Eric. Yeah, because I sent him the the, <laughs> the fucking Instagram thing. I know. He, right? he liked it. No, he. I'll tell you what he texted back. Um, Andrew, uh, no, um, Stone Street says, basically, you're disgusting. What did I say to you? You said, um, Santino, you said, God, so gross and funny. What time tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> you went right to business. Yeah, well, I just was like, this is yeah, awesome. I love, yeah. I was thumbing through it. Yeah, I would have to say, because I only know Stone Street. He know? had, he, so he went from just a regular actor to through the roof. Yeah, I, I I met Stone Street when I was a um, commercial actor. In I know. The yeah, 90s. we we played that yeah, commercial. Did, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then so, um, and then one day he goes, "I got the show, right?" Yeah. And can I tell you what a kind of, what kind of a guy Stone Street is? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get emotional. Please don't. So Stone Street's on his third year on Modern Family, hmm. and they're shooting. Um, I forget what lot is it. Either it's not Radford. It was. Um, Paramount. Yeah, or, weren't they? No, no, weren't they at? Uh, aren't they on Fox? They were on Fox. Oh, yeah, it was at on Fox the Fox then. lot. It yeah. was Fox. Yeah. yeah, it was Fox. Yeah, and I, um, I remember Sony. Sony. It was at Sony. Sony. It was Sony. City. Yeah. So yeah. Sony. Warner Warner Brothers. I don't know what the fuck it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? But I remember having an audition for some sort of series, right? Right. And I was like, at that moment in my career, I didn't have Tiger Bell or anything, and I didn't have Kalila. And I was um, so desperate to get a job. Yeah. Right? And I remember walking. You know how you, when you audition for a show like that, you have to go through the gate. And then you have to make that three-mile walk to whatever fucking building and it is. You have is. a pass. And they're like, you know where to park? And you're like, yeah, where? And they're like, nine miles that way. And you got to walk over there. And it's like walking through first class when you're a coach. 
because you have to walk through people that are already on a show. And they're staring at you? Well, yeah. Though, so Modern Family was shooting a scene. Mm-hmm. And I was walking past it like really fast because I knew I didn't want Eric to see me. But he fucking saw me. Oh. So Stone Street goes, hold up a second. And he follows me to the audition. No. Right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there in the audition in this little lobby room, right? He opens the door and he tells everyone, he looks at me and he goes, Bobby. I go, what the fuck, dude? He goes, it doesn't have to be perfect. I go, what do you mean? Your audition. Just get the gist. It's okay to make a mistake. That's nice. Right? It doesn't have to be perfect. That's very nice. And he walked out because he wanted me to. I didn't get it, but (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get it. Yeah. But I remember having an okay audition because he, you're right, because when I sit there, for me, I go, if I don't have this down word for word. Oh, you were being, you're a panic attack. Yeah, I was having one of those times in my career where I was so desperate that I had to kill it. Mm. And he took a lot of that pressure away by saying that. By just being a friend. Yeah. And so – and here's a guy that's – he had already won, I think, his first Emmy at the point – at that time. I mean, season three, they were fucking rolling Rolling, hot. yeah. So he was killing it. So, you know, he – he I, I don't see that he changed at all. He's a great A dude. I love him. See, He's that, a great that's, guy. That's good to hear. I love him. That's good to hear that some – look, we've all – there's people that I know that have gotten – skyrocket fame and haven't changed yeah. like just not even a little bit not even they haven't even changed kind of how they live which is even more unusual yeah. there's some people i know that they made a ton of money they did a lot of stuff and they're kind of this exact same person yeah I and mean, i think i think the top of that list for me and i don't even know him i think galifianakis is oh god he's the best like he, he drives oh he's the fucking best he drives a subaru still his same outback like he doesn't he that's what? the kind of guy where you're like, oh, he's the – where Jerry Seinfeld has 90 Porsches yeah, and and someone like Zach has one Subaru, it speaks volumes over like, yeah, I don't really need stuff. I, a couple years ago, I was in a movie called – By the way, it's fine to own 90 Porsches. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I would like them. Keep up, keeping up with the Joneses, I was in that movie. Yeah, you did that? Yeah, I was in that movie. I auditioned for that. Did you? Didn't get it. Yeah, I'm in it. And, did uh, a couple uh, rewrites on it, actually. I'm in it. And, um, and it was pretty bad. Pretty good scenes. But anyway, the movie was bad. Shut the fuck up. The movie was bad. Watch the movie. The movie was bad. I have a really funny scene. The movie was <laughs> bad. Anyway, so I'm in Georgia. Yeah. Atlanta. And as soon... <laughs> I know. What? Georgia. Atlanta. You think I'm thinking about the country, Georgia? I know where you are. Jules, don't laugh. Jules, laugh. <laughs> Jules, laugh. I love it. Yeah. Go. And I remember... So the director wanted to see... My outfit, right? I was in wardrobe, right? And they're like, you, you, the director wants to get you have to get in the van, we get, you gotta drive to set right now. I fucking hate that, right? So I'm in this van, right? And I'm driving to set, and so I show up at set, and the director comes up behind Video Village and goes, Yeah, yeah, okay, good, right? But then Zach sees me, and he goes, Oh my god, he gives me a hug, right? And then the next day, I'm shooting, and you know how, like, um. The stars get a certain tent. Yeah. So there was like a white tent. It was Mm -hmm. really hot and they had these air conditioning things. They had me by the stable, Mm -hmm. right? The horse stable. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't even get like a chair. It was just like, I'm on a curb Mm -hmm. and just smoking, right? Insane. Chain smoking. Chain smoking, right? And I remember Zach goes, "Um, dude, come on, white tent. So I walk in the white tent and John Ham's there. Yeah. 
And I sit there with – they have a seat for me, and I just hang out with John Hamm and Zach. Because if it wasn't for Zach, obviously I wouldn't be there, right? right. But he made me feel so comfortable. I have a photo on Instagram. We took a selfie or whatever. Of you and you three. Me, us three, right. And um, and I just thought to myself, oh, you haven't changed. That yeah, because, You're a good dude. Yeah. It makes me like him fucking so much more. What a good dude. When I watched his live at the Purple Onion was one of the greatest specials oh I've my ever God, seen in my life. Oh my God, I love that one. To this day, it like, it's so good. still, let me tell you one quick story about a guy that, that I want to say that passed away last year. Last year? This year? Brody? God, the years get mixed up. Brody? No, 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 no. There's an actor named Robert Forrester. Do you know who that is? Of course I know Robert Forrester. Okay, Forrester was on, I'm dying up here. Um, he played uh, uh, the father of um, one of the characters that passed away. Are you sure he was on it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Mr. Forrester, rest in peace, who's now passed away. Uh, the, 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 one of the most telling things I think I've ever seen in my entire life. He was wrapped. He was done. And, and as he left, he went up to every single person. I'm not kidding. And he handed them a letter opener that was like a custom letter opener from him. To, 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 something simple. But it was a heavy, heavy, nice letter opener. And he's like, just a piece of my gratitude. And he handed it to every single person. Dude, there was a shitload of people that worked on that fucking show, right? And he handed one to everybody and said, thank you. And that was the last time I ever saw him. Then he passed away. I still have the letter opener in my drawer today. But I was, I, it spoke volumes. A guy who's been in the business for probably, I don't know, 40, 50, who fucking knows? And he still gave a goodbye gift. That's, that's, that's meaningful as fuck. Have you ever given a goodbye gift? What the fuck am I going to do with a letter opener? Open fucking letters, I've Bob. I've never gotten a letter in my life. You don't get letters? I get letters all the time. You know what I would go? i go, fuck you, Forrester. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> you know what I mean? Bob. Is this, is a dull knife? What is this? It's a dull knife. <laughs> I'd be grateful. It was very Is sweet. it engraved or no? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's it's, real nice. It says, fuck the Koreans. It's <laughs> <laughs> real nice. It was sweet, though. It's Have you ever nice. given a gift goodbye? No. Uh, no, but I have given like Christmas a, gifts. I was so this is so fucking this is so cheesy. This is so gross. What did you give? So the first year I was on Mad TV, nobody liked me. No shit. No, I I I could because they would tell me. <laughs> Producers would tell me like just don't go into that office. They don't like you. I would just, it was not liked. Right. Yeah, I had this weird kind of I was so scared and frightened. Right, that it came out in the weirdest ways. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Had... I see you do it. You do? Yeah, you do it all the time. <laughs> Fuck you. When you get scared or fucked up, you do weird shit. So yeah, I'm we are really strange. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't like talk to people, and I would try to make jokes, and nobody liked. You know, it was just desperate. I right. was desperate to get on because they wouldn't put me in sketches. I was desperate. So I spent, and I didn't even get that much money, but I. One paycheck I got, it was like we got forty five hundred dollars. That was a, a, for a week of work. A week of work, mm-hmm. right? Which is good money, but in showbiz, not. Not show business, right? Right, right. So, and then what you get you, with taxes and your agents and managers, you get two thousand. But I spent the whole fucking thing on Christmas gifts because I was so desperate for people to like you, to, for people to like me, Fine. right? And I would write letters to people that I knew didn't like me. Thank you so much. You know what I mean? What was the gift? I got everyone different things. Like I went specific. Like I'm going to buy this person wine because I think they like wine. That's a lot. Right? And I did. And I did it. And I remember going to each and then giving it to people. 
and then they're going, them going, thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause they have to. Yeah, they can't hate you. Accept it. But I just remember me being so needy and just going, here you go from my bottom. I think happy holiday. Do you like me? Yeah. Can oh my God. If I, I wish I hadn't done that. What was the most expensive thing you bought? I bought like, um, like a first generation iPod or something like that for like a producer that I didn't, I knew that didn't like me. Did he like you after? But then what happened was there was a magazine. There was an Asian magazine where I called everyone out. Right. <laughs> What's the Asian magazine called? It was called Noodle Weekly. Either Korea Am or it was something like that. Yeah. And I remember it was the first year I was on Mad, and I remember calling people out specifically. This writer, you know what I mean, hasn't written me a single sketch. And I remember coming to work, and the one of the Dick Blasucci, one of the producers, going, "We have a problem coming into the, the um, conference room." <laughs> I, and I walk into the conference room, and there's a stack of these magazines. And like six people that I called out, they go, hash this out. Hash this out right, right now. What? And I'm like, what the fuck? How do you know that, that even this magazine exists? Yeah, how would they know? This is before the internet. Yeah, how the fuck would they know about some Korean magazine? Because one of them is got Korean. it. No, one of them, somebody told. Uh, someone, someone. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how, but yeah. they did. And it was so. Do you have to apologize? No, I didn't. You, like, what did no, you no, say? because the, I go. I was defensive. I go because listen. I know I'm not a Second City guy. I know that you guys write for only Second City guys, right? Right. I'm a comic. I don't know how to fucking do this thing, right? And I know that you know I wasn't good. I wasn't good. I was terrible at table, terrible table reads, and I was so bad at rehearsals. I just I'd never been on a show before, so I would just like you know, I was scared. Yeah, you were learning. I was. I learned to do everything on that show. And you're grateful. And it took me years. Yeah. Right? But eventually I learned. But um, I remember defending myself. I go, yeah, but they did do these things. Right? What and, did the people say? And they were like yelling at me. Dude, you're new on the show. Why? Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? And Who are some of the writers? Do you remember who I, they I are? Want, I don't want to get into it. Come on. No. It's I'm in not the doing past. That. I don't give a fuck. You're trying to call me out and get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble again. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> No, what do you mean? You can you are it's already in the, it's in the past. You mentioned the writers no, because, before. No, 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 no. I'm not are they still writing? That. Yeah, they're name keep, they're name, all killing. name one of them that you love. All the writers that I did love. Give me the on one the show? that give me the one that you called out that you actually really like. There's a okay, so there was a couple of writers on the show that um that I didn't would didn't like me at first, but over the years of being with me on the show, they became allies and they wrote me the best sketches I've ever been on. That's huge. Yeah. Do you still work with any of them now? No. Hmm. That's huge but, too. Um, I love them dearly. I miss them, and I think they're super talented. And I actually, one of them are um, they Harvard guys? They're they're Groundlings guys, but they always have a couple of Harvard writers and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know? There'll be these guys were Groundling guys. Yeah, and but I can talk about. I had a, some allies as well. You know what I mean on the show early on. So. What actors were allies when was I first got on the show? Michael McDonald was he uh, an ally? No, he hated you, huh? I think he did, yeah. Does he hate you now? I love him. Love him to death. He, I didn't talk to him for years. How about Sass? He was the only one. He's the only one? Him and Mo Collins. Him and Mo. Yeah. Um, Alex Borstein was on her way out. You know who she is? Yeah. Yeah, so Borstein um, was very nice to me, but do she I knew know, she was Do out. I know who she is? I don't know. She's massively famous. Yeah. So Borstein was um, super sweet. Yeah. 
and she was uh, she would give me pointers and this and that. But um, it was really Will. Will, Will Sasso was the one that really Will was the only one that was like, "Come over to the house. I'm having barbecue, or let's go to this party." Yeah. So I went. I did a bunch of shit, and then I betrayed him. What did you do? When he left the show, I started getting popular on the show. And then for like a three or four year period, he would text me all the time. I would never return his text. Piece of shit. Yeah, you, That's a piece of shit thing. Why would you do that? I've Is he okay to, with you now? Oh, yeah. We're very good friends. But I mean, what was the makeup point that you said, I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself? It was when my career wasn't doing well and um, <laughs> it was not doing well. And I had been friends with Dalia. Mm-hmm. But Dalia... And I had friends with Delia and Callan. Yeah. And this is when they were doing 10-minute podcasts. Right, and those so they three, would hang right. out together. And yeah. then they invited me. They were going to Coffee Bean in Los Feliz. And I met Will there, there as well. And I made my amends. I told him I loved him. And then we became friends again. That's really nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you for a long time, dude, as long as I've known you, you did have a lot of phone problems. You had a lot of phone issues. You're, you were not good for a long time at texting back and stuff. You know that's true. Yeah, but I've... We've bitched about it in the past. I'm better now. You're much better. You know who? You know why you're better? Why? It's one person. Who? It's a girl. Kalila? Mm-hmm. That's not why. She's made you better. Not in the... Dude, I've been dating her for seven fucking years, and in the last six months, I've been fucking do, being better at texting back. It was because when my dad died, and I went to that place, and I got sober again, is what I, I was a part of my... It's a part of my um, being present and being accountable. Who was there and being the whole mindful. time? You redheaded freak. Who was there to I work you, you through it? Kalila was there the whole time. I love her. Who was Kalila? You fuck. I'll rip your eyebrows Whenever out. Whenever I get a text back from you. Yeah, By yeah. the way, I got two separate texts the other day. One from Bobby mm-hmm. and one from Kalila. Mm-hmm. Maybe the funniest, and I'm not kidding. I laughed harder that afternoon than I've laughed in, and I mean this, in years. Bobby sent me a picture of his cock resting on his balls outside of uh, above his pants. He was doing over the fence. Um, everyone knows over the fence, through the gator, over the fence. But it's over the fence. His balls were overhead the top of his boxers and his dick was resting on it. And he's going like this. It's far away and you kind of have to focus in to, ju- to see his penis because it's the focus in the picture is up here. And then you look down. Of course, there's his penis. And I laughed because I've seen his penis and that's very funny. Within seconds, I get another text yeah. from Kalila. Yeah. It's the same picture from a different angle, and she just writes, from a different angle. <laughs> she it, took a photo made of me, me la- taking the selfie. It made me laugh yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah, hard yeah. to get another perspective of the exact same photo. Yeah. It just made me—it just was like, that's, that's real love. When you send a, di- a picture of your penis to your buddy, and your girlfriend goes— I'm going to get a picture of you getting a picture of your penis and send it to the yeah. friend that you're It was very thoughtful. I only thoughtful. send those dick pics to you and Dalia. I know, because I can handle it. He yeah. doesn't like that shit. He'll go, uh, I, I'll, I'll just tell you what his response was. It's right here. So Dalia said, um, <laughs> there he is right there. So he goes. Do you uh, ever have to see this stuff, Jules? Do you ever have to like, see his penis and all that stuff? No. No, that's gross. So it says. But I've seen his butt. You've seen his butt. Shut up, Jules. You've never seen my asshole. My Tell, butt? You've seen my the, butt? Have you speaking to the mic? Have you really seen his butt? Yeah. When did you see my butt? When you perform somewhere. Oh yeah, on stage. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, everyone's seen that, Jules. Come on. Okay. But um, still uncomfortable I, for her. So I, I'm going to cover this. So I said, "Thinking of you," mm-hmm. and he goes, "Damn it, Bobby." <laughs> That's usually his <laughs> yeah, response. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he, but you know, 
He gets the joke. He doesn't love those jokes, but he gets them. You yeah, know? he does get it. Yeah. yeah, he gets him. Chris has a good sense of humor. Well, he's we a fuck, to, he's when a we have dinner, he always goes, "Can Toki do a show?" And I always go, "Okay." So we'll be at like Swingers or something. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Swingers. And I will pull my dick out and at the table, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll stretch out the skin. Bat wings. Yeah, and, and do Toki the Dum Dum. We'll do like a little acapella. Yeah, I mean, hello, my name is Toki Toki Dum Dum. Hello, you know what I mean? And do a little thing. <laughs> And they just laugh and laugh and laugh. It's a, the gift that keeps on giving. When do you think you'll stop doing stuff like that? Never. You mean like 60s and 70s? I'm 48 now. Who gives You're a You're 48? Fuck? Yeah. Holy shit. How old are you? Fuck you, Bobby. 40. Fuck you, Bobby. Are you 42? What are you? You know I'm below 40. Are you 38? Lower. 36? Lower. You are? Lower. 35? Lower. 34? Lower. 33? Lower. I'm not, just tell me now. 31. You're only 31? That's no, impossible. No, Bobby, I'm not. I know. That's impossible. I'm 36. That's impossible. I'm 36. Are you really? <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. Yeah, I want to look it I up. I am. I'm 36. I want to look it up. Why do I care? Well, just tell me the truth. Let you brought up, an illegal me, Filipino child in here. I can say whatever the fuck Andrew I want. Santino. I'm 36. Andrew Santino. I was born in 83. The internet will tell you the truth. Yeah. 80s Age. baby. God, 40 or 48, when I first fucking moved here. You You're were 36 f- years old. Yeah, I'm 36. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when you put uh, Andrew Santino, the first photo that goes up is, and then it says 48 right here. Fuck you. What yeah, is look, what's Andrew Santino's age, right? Yeah. 36. Look at the first photo. You. Yeah. And it says 48. Well, you know why it says you, 48? What? Because people know that we're in love. And people want to associate love with, with their buds, with their pals. Theo's 40. It has all the people, huh? Yeah, it does like suggested searches on stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't like shit like that. You know what's been doing a lot? You mm. know what I talked about? Mm. I, I'm not going to say it, but I talked about something recently, doing something to my house. I was like, I really need to get this done before the summer. So hopefully I can get this done in the meantime with all this shit. Instagram. Every day. Ad for it. An ad for it. Pops up on my Google searches now. What is it? Oh, I can't say it. Just say it! I can't. Just fucking say it, and we'll cut it out. 15 jet hot tub. 15 seat hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boat. I want a boat for my house on the roof. So No, but now the ads no, are coming let me, ask you, let me ask you something. Yeah. On Instagram, because yeah. I just... All the ads that I get, right, for some reason are about cats. Yeah, but if you talk about cats... Like cat beds, yep. cat toys... Why does it? How does it know that I like? Cats? Do you search for cute cats when you do? You do searches for cats on on uh, Instagram? Do you ever look at cat profiles? I I I, I follow about twenty pa- cat profiles. What the fuck else do you need to know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does that. Of course, it knows. So if I start, to, to, uh, let's say, if I start um, following hamburgers, yep, it'll it'll give me grill ad ads and, and anything I- thereof, anything around there. Oh my god. I follow a couple of car. I follow a couple of car, uh, car Instagram things. Yeah, so you get car ads. So not only that, it's really even below that. It goes even deeper. There's a guy named Matt Watson who's on a thing called Car Wow, which is a YouTube channel. Mm. I get suggestions every day to follow him on Instagram. I don't get a lot that that's how it's algorithms. It's, it's, the algorithms are deep. They, I, but it goes to the weirdest crevice. Yeah. Sometimes it goes to places where I'm like, how would you even know that I'd be interested in that? By yeah. the way, I am. Ask Jules. So I've ordered probably ten. Cat products of Instagram. I and I so it's working. 
Not, but not only is it no, it's not because I've paid for them. Yeah, they say they've arrived at my house. There's none in the house. <laughs> You're just getting robbed. I don't know. Fifteen of them. The, the little, you know, controlled mouse thing. The salmon that flips up and down. Oh, right. the salmon that flips. I think that's a funny ad. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've bought all that. I bought a cat window thing where you put it on the uh, bet. And, and I, have you followed the tracking? Yeah, on Yeah, arrived, and it says it's arrived. Maybe is it going to your old place? No. I just don't. I, they don't. None of it is. And I, I asked her. She was there. I had a meltdown over it one day. Is that day. true? Yeah. She, he got angry. Why? What did he get? At? What happened? Where's all my cat shit? Let me hear from Jules. What happened, Jules? We were driving, and then he told. Get closer to the mic. We were driving, and then he asked Atikalila to help him, and then Atikalila said that I'm doing something else, and then he got really mad. And he threw a fit. Yeah, and he said that you don't want to help me. Like you make you make me sound like I'm I'm the bad guy. <laughs> and then Atikalila got mad and. Yelled at him. What did she say to him? I forgot. Did she cuss at him? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. It was a fight. Yeah. It was a fi- real fight. A real fight. That's a real fight over cat stuff. <sighs> it's okay. So I just want my cat shit. I know, baby. I know you want your cat stuff. Do you want me to start buying it and see if it comes to me? I already spent all the money on it. Well, can you I, follow... I bamboo can... pants. I bought these bamboo pants. On all right, fu- here we go. If there's any cat companies out there that make cool cat stuff, will you please send some to Bob, please? I just want the salmon one. I want the little remote control my, mouse one. He and wants I want the floppy the, salmon, the, the remote the control mouse, and the window hammock. Can we get that stuff, please? Whoever does any of the cat stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I already paid for them, so give it to me. Just give it to him, will you? Yeah. What a good day today. This has been a good day. <laughs> I want to thank Ted Munns for our amazing new art. We're going to hang up the other signs when we get a chance. It's been a great day. Please stay safe. Say that, please. Please, please stay, stay safe, safe out there. You know, you know here, I'm going to say, let's not end right now. Let me just say about a little, some quarantine advice, okay? Okay. I know dudes now, personally, that are dying from it. You do? Yeah. You know, not personally, but I know, like, <laughs> I don't know them personally, but, right. but like John Prine just died. Yeah, that's really you sad. Know, I love that guy. Yeah, rest you in know? peace, man. He's awesome. The lead singer from fucking Fountains of Wayne died. Wait, really? Yeah. He did? Yeah. Holy shit! So you know, I wanna sink and then when the people go, when people go, well, yeah, you. you know, the weak are gonna die off this and that. It's like we don't. Jesus. He, Adam wouldn't have died if he had the flu. You know, it's still funny. They still have gatherings of. They say it's gatherings of ten or more. So there's people that are still getting together, groups of ten, that have to be around other people. Have you seen this preacher? There's a preacher that oh, did. Oh yeah, in Tampa Bay, he did like fifteen hundred people or Dude, something. Church, churches are still going on in Louisiana and Florida. What's it? What was his name? Do you know what his name was? The, he was arrested. Preacher? Yeah, he had a gathering of eighteen hundred people. No, that's not the guy though. This is. Oh yeah, yeah. Here it is. Yeah, this guy. This is. Abs- that guy. Yeah, holding church services, stay-at-home order. Yeah. Look at this guy. Look at it. Look at this. Look at this guy's face. That's yeah, Jesus. He's Christ. a very good. Yeah. Very good preacher though. Yeah, one of my favorites. Let me tell you. But in Louisiana, they're still holding a church services. God, I can't. Why are they doing that, man? I know Jesus. I know. I tweeted about it. This woman had said, "Did you see this on on Twitter?" I'd said this woman was like, "I'm I'm 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 covered in Jesus's blood. It's never going to affect me." Have you seen this? This this is. I've I've seen a lot of videos like this. This is ridiculous. I mean, people think that people. People think that that's going to save them. But what they don't get is is that I don't give a fuck what you do, yeah. Okay, but your actions affect 
the rest of we us. We were just attacked. Hong Kong uh -oh. edition was. I'm covered in Jesus's blood. I'm covered in Jesus's blood. I'm covered in Jesus's blood. Oh, that's a good song. <laughs> I'm covered in Jesus's blood. <laughs> That's a great song. That's a great remix to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This woman though, she goes, "I'm covered in Jesus' blood. They're not going to kill me. They're not yeah. going to get me." Yeah. What an insane idea to be like, "I'm fine." Stay safe. Do the best that you can. Okay. Thank, um, you thank, you be uh, thank, thank you for thank you for being, being a bad, bad friend. friend.